Hello, this is Pastor Arlene Romaine, and you are listening to Listen, Live, and Learn, where we listen to hear God's Word in order to live it out in our daily lives and learn by applying the scriptures about ourselves, our world, and our God. I'm so glad you're here, so let's get started. Hello, friends. Welcome back. It's good to be back here once again with you. I thank you so much for joining me here for this brief time of diving into the scriptures. It is such a privilege for us to be able to connect with God and God's Word so easily with something that perhaps we take for granted quite a bit here in the United States. But perhaps for those of you who are listening from other parts of the world, uh, this is not uh, necessarily such an easy thing to do. Um, and so if you are listening from somewhere in the world where diving into the scriptures is a challenge, perhaps even dangerous, or um, just the accessibility of scripture is um, not something you can take for granted, I especially thank you for joining me here this day. We're going to pick up where we left off last time at Matthew chapter 13. Look at us already up to chapter 13. Uh, today we'll be starting at verse 1 and reading through to verse 23. So let us set aside our distractions, focus our hearts and our minds on the power of God's word, which is evident even just in the reading and hearing of it, to transform us and grow us into a new creation. Let us listen for a word from God. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. He who has ears, let him hear. The disciples came to Jesus and asked, why do you speak to the people in parables? Jesus replied, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what he has 
will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing they do not see, though hearing they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this, people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are you, because your eyes have seen, and your ears, because they hear. For I tell you the truth. Many prophets and righteous men longed to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Listen, then, to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The one who received the seed that fell on rocky places is the person who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The one who receives the seed that fell among the thorns is the person who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke it, making it unfruitful. But the one who received the seed that fell on good soil is the person who hears the word and understands it. They produce a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Well, for many of us, this is a very familiar scripture passage. This parable of the sower and the various kinds of soil, it tells us a few things that God is always scattering seed that God scatters God's seed, this word of God about our salvation and redemption in Jesus Christ to all kinds of people. But not all respond. And we certainly know those in our lives who have heard the word and have perhaps not been the best kind of soil. For they hear it and dismiss it, or they hear it and they have shallow commitment to it, or they hear it and it gets choked out by the things and ways of this world. But the one who receives the seed and is good soil hears it 
and we are told understands it. Now, I don't know about you, but I certainly know that in the beginning of my journey and even along the way many, many times I have heard scripture and yet not understood it. But the difference there is I didn't simply walk away. I didn't hear something and just dismiss it. When we hear something in scripture we don't understand, that's God calling us and challenging us to go off and go wrestle with that scripture. We perhaps should spend the most time in the scriptures that we understand the least. And yet I will also recognize that doing it alone can be a very dangerous thing to do. We draw conclusions that perhaps were never intended by the scripture. We make mistakes about what we think it underst- we, we understand that it says that perhaps it doesn't. This is why, my friends, the Christian faith is not a go-it-alone faith at all. It is a faith community. There is a reason why we are placed in a community of faith because each one of us will have questions and misunderstandings about this faith at some point in our lives. No matter how great you are, no matter how long you've been a Christian, I don't personally care what kind of titles you may have or degrees you may earn. The reality is we never know it all. We are always called to wrestle with the scripture in order to grow because scripture, the word of God, has the power to do that within us. And so in being good soil, we can admit that there are times when we hear the word of God and yet totally fail to understand it. And this is when we prove ourselves to be good soil. Good soil is the person who will invest the time, the energy, the effort, the focus, the concentration, the desire on getting deeper into that soil, on rooting out the weeds, on pulling up that which is choking out the faith. Uh, we, We will enrich the soil. We will go out of our way to do what we can to enrich our soil so that that seed of faith will grow strong within us. And that enriching includes a number of things. Certainly, it includes prayer. We can do nothing without the power of prayer in our lives. And yet, if we don't know the scriptures, we don't always know what to pray or how to pray. And even that is covered as a topic in our Gospels, in Scripture, that when we don't know what to pray, the Spirit prays on our behalf with words too deep and utterings and groanings too deep for words. And so that's one part of cultivating the soil. Another part of cultivating the soil is diving into the Scriptures every day or at least as often as possible. A third component of cultivating good soil is joining a faith community, having a people around you to lift you up and build you up 
and hold you up when you cannot hold yourself up, to wrestle with questions, to study the scriptures together, and to be the people of God striving to be as Christ-like as we can, even as we recognize that churches and faith communities are far from perfect. We are not perfect people, and we are surrounded by not perfect people. And yet Christ calls us together as one community of faith. And because of him and his power, we can set aside any of our differences in order to grow and worship and pray and study together. There is no Christian who is supposed to go it alone. I cannot overemphasize that community aspect enough, especially in this go-it-alone everything in an instant world on the internet place that we are currently living in to have an actual community a face-to-face -face community is essential to the Christian faith it is what Christ himself has shown us and the fourth aspect my friends of cultivating your soil is the Sabbath day is taking time to worship, is setting aside a time to be in the presence of God, worshiping, revering, and adoring God, and setting aside everything else as secondary, placing God first in your life, celebrating together what he has done on our behalf is such an important part of cultivating our soil. It is the place where God is praised and worshipped. It is the place where we then are fed by God through sacraments and the reading and proclaiming of God's word. So we have these four aspects of tilling good, healthy soil so that our seed of faith that God has scattered in our direction is sure to grow and that is prayer that is study that is fellowship and that is worship those four things in equal amounts will ensure that your soil is getting deeper and healthier and is able to produce a crop and so I pray for you this day my friend that this has been a time of enriching and growing. I thank you so much for being here as part of this little faith community. And I invite you to join me next time as we pick up at chapter 13, verse 24, and we'll see what God has waiting for us that day. Take care, my friends. In the meantime, God bless you all. Bye-bye.